rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the wrestler, the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bitch. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuitsFlex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the February 3rd edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just, um... Just a shame of the championship lineage after just going through it like with you guys yep. like, the last four years. It's been <laughs> it's been really it's been really astonishing how bad they do this stuff. Yep. Really and, and he says you guys you might hear somebody laughing. Once again joining us is Simon Cotton of the Sportster.com and also Sportskeeda.com. What's going on, Simon? And yeah, nothing much. Just uh looking looking over to what my, what we might be getting for WrestleMania and uh well, it's better than WrestleMania 32. Correct. You uh, sure about that? Well, 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 that remains <laughs> oh, to be seen. We, we, will, we will get there because if, if I will talk about this later, but if I'm John Cena and those proposed plans come at me, I threaten to quit the company. My, my thing is this: like, are you sure that we're like looking at it, looking at what this projected card is? Are you sure there's two four star matches on that card because there no. are two four star matches on WrestleMania 32? Correct. So. Um, we were uh, originally going to have, uh, we, we told Simon, we, after the Royal Rumble, uh, Simon went live in the Facebook group, dropped a lot of knowledge about everything. Uh, it had me dying, like we were watching it uh, here after, and we did a show immediately also, but we wanted to have you on this week to uh, talk about some of that. But we got to start with the big news this week, uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, coming down with supposedly a uh, sprained MCL or is it sprained or is it torn or some type of MCL I'm injury. Sure it was torn. Torn yeah, MCL. Torn. Like sprained MCL, like he'd have, he'd, Two he'd weeks? still make the pay per view. He'd, he'd be back yeah. like after. Yeah, he'd probably make fast lane. Yeah, because yeah, that's not until March. Um, he uh, was jumped out on by uh, Samoa Joe, who debuted on Monday Night Raw um, as Triple Yay. H's henchman. So welcome to Samoa Joe. Destroy it. Yes, the destroyer. Is he destroyer or Triple H destroyer? Because they've been doing a lot of that's that's like the new branding thing. Triple H is the creator and yep. destroyer. Yep, that's you their know, branding. Find thing. someone who can do both. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like uh, with Rollins going out, like uh, James, you had previously mentioned that you didn't think Rollins was a hundred percent when he came back. Nope. How do you feel about this injury? Like, break this down. Like, as far as like. The possible replacements, overall, like just feeling on Rollins' injury. I mean, it sucks. It's not. It's not totally doom and gloom because it's. A, I mean, a torn MCL. Like, if this were football, like he might miss a week. Wow. <laughs> like, like for example, Adrian Peterson's rookie year. Even though it's Adrian Peterson, you know the genetic, yes. you know the, the super freak of the of the um, human genome. But um, yeah, like he he missed a week and then like came back and played. And ran for like a hundred yards against the lions on the on the knee brace. Uh-huh. It was shaking people out of their out of their boots the next right. week. But like whatever, it's foot it's, it's not the same thing. But um, I it sucks because he could possibly miss two WrestleManias in a row. Yeah, in a row. 
after he did all this stuff to come back, and especially after watching the documentary, you saw how bummed he was that he was there in a suit instead of, you know, in the gear getting ready. Yeah. Uh, you know, worst case scenario, he'll be back for Extreme Rules or whatever the next pay-per-view is, or back, whatever. It's not Backlash, I guess. Is it Armageddon? No idea. <laughs> you know, like, they could be running these... I don't think uh, there's anything on the cards yet. Yeah, well, the, I don't, the only thing that's been confirmed is like money in the bank, and that's like in uh, June or July. Well, you know, right. well, really, like, well, revenge. Like, you know, they love to do all the pay per views after revenge. WrestleMania. It's like something, no, something that could, hey, something <laughs> that connotes <laughs> like revenge. vengeance. They'll bring up vengeance. vengeance. Yeah, yep. anything oh. that connotes like something like or backlash. Anything that means like you know payback for what happened at, at, at the big show. So right, uh, whatever. So whatever happens, I think um, he'll be ready for that. But. Uh, you know, if he goes down, or if he's not back uh, for this match in time, like the card is in jeopardy of like having like not even like on paper a match that you like. Like, where are the blowaway matches? Yeah. Well, you got the, well, you got Roman Reigns versus the Undertaker. That's not, <laughs> and, that, and that's nothing. Like we, we were talking about. I guess we just give enough credence. That's we gonna saw, be a great story, but not Undertaker. a great match. Yeah, like, we didn't give him credence of how bad Undertaker looked, but, like, I mean, the dude had hip surgery, like, literally, what, less than two weeks before he was out there to wrestle at WrestleMania? Like, you kind of need your hips to wrestle. Like, I, I, this was probably a bad idea to begin with. Like, we always thought, like, yeah, they probably should have Undertaker in the Royal Rumble, and then, like, oh, yeah, he definitely should have been in the Royal Rumble. So, like, si- Simon. This might be his last match. I really think this might be his last match. might be it? Yeah. Uh, Simon, so, like, with Rollins is, you know, having his second, like, major knee injury with WWE, is this cause for concern long-term with him? Um, definitely, yes. Because, for one, uh, like James said, uh, he probably didn't come back injury, uh, come back fully healed from his injury. I was counting the months, like, just writing them down. And uh, the, the recovery time was six to nine months, and it looks like he came back around eight out of, out of eight months. Uh-huh. And uh, see, normally, like in football and basketball, tearing your MCL or ACL at just one at a time—that's it's cause for concern. But you could come back from in a couple of months. He tore all—he tore ACL, MCL, and uh, had a meniscus tear too. So realistically, he could have been out for much longer than nine months. Mm-hmm. So, but he managed to come back with this new tear. Now it definitely uh, puts in jeopardy any. Uh, well, how they might be viewing him as in guards of endurance, like a top superstar, and like, can he last this long? You know, because they to which love... I say, okay. To which I say, it's a real simple fix. Uh, just have to, you'll just have to wrestle less. Mm-hmm. Like uh, house shows would have to be limited. Pay per view, uh, raw raw matches would just have to be limited. It's a real simple fix because they were talking about doing something like that for Daniel Bryan until the other MRIs and stuff came out, and he had to retire. So if they just head in that direction, then Seth Rollins could last a lot longer than. We, we, for all we know, this could be just a last freak accident. But with these type of injuries, it's more than likely that it's gonna happen again. Mm-hmm. Now you know how WWE loves to throw the injury-prone label on, uh, you know, the super worker guys. Well, they pick and choose. Yeah. So, like, if this were, for example, if this were a guy that had a hernia surgery, and then. Um, you know, like less than a year later, he has a PED suspension. <laughs> nobody, nobody would say this is a guy that's missing time. They would just say whatever. Or this, if this was a guy that would, let's say, was a twelve-time champion that had multiple PED suspensions, 
and drug then, suspensions. And then you rework, yeah, and then you rework the uh, the system so that he won't get he won't get strike three and be <laughs> terminated. Forget, you would you, you you know you you go from being a li- liability to you change the rules for the person like they they pick and choose like who they pick and choose like who's going to be the person that they say can't do this for what reason and then others and then on the other end it doesn't matter yep. right. The same thing with um, the inter- like how they're hiring people on the inter- on the um, indie circuit right now. If you've been having any of these intergen- intergender matches, it's an issue. Or you can go. I mean, it, you might get, you might have a hard time getting hired. Or you can go watch uh, Cedric Alexander. Uh, freaking what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Lombard, Lombard checking uh, women, yep. and it does, and then it, he was exception to the rule. Or you look at some of the women that they've hired lately, and they're exception to the rule. They yep. pick and choose. Yep. Like these are not these are not rules that are for everybody. Yep. You know, and it's similar to it, it sort of makes you think of like uh I think it's Jerry Jones that said this, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how uh you know how much of a how much of a fuck up Leon Lett was back in the day, you know, like with, with, with the you know, the the uh, what's it uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the the whole thing or the, oh my god, I can't remember the name of the uh the freaking game that he cost them boys. Um Leon Lett famous like Thanksgiving the, game, yeah. The, uh, the end what's, what's the name of the dude? Did he not D, something? D Don Beebe. Yeah. Don Beebe hawks him down or whatever. He fumbles the ball out. Of, he fumbles the ball instead of scoring. Uh, he's scoring a touchdown or whatever. It's like bowling mistakes. Like, well, Leon was really good, so like that he didn't get cut. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're, you know, it, it's always sliding scale. He's like, a random dude. Depend, you can put, you can put up whatever whatever t- your talent you know whatever your talent is. If it's better, higher than the bullshit you got to put up with, and on the level of that, then you're going to stay around. So. You know, Seth has been around for a minute now. He's a guy that they, you know, they've given stuff to over the years. He's won money in the bank. Um, he's been champ. He was a long range champion. He had a nice little run. Uh, he was NXT champion. They clearly see something in him. Like they could easily, like if they see Rewrite him, the if they see him. him as being the number two guy, they could easily just say, "Oh, it's just sprained MCL." Right. Especially when it's like the way it happened. Like that's a that's like one of those cartoonish things. Like. Oh, so like the perfect time it happens is a dude base a three hundred pound dude is going to hop on his back and, and and drop all his weight down on him while his while his, turn, while his foot is st- plants in the ground turned the other way. Yeah, that, that, it's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Um. Any any concerns about Samoa Joe? This is like the second time he's injured a guy. No. Mm, it's not well. It, it might become a concern if this happens again, like the way people were getting on Rollins when okay. You injured Sting, okay, well, he injured John Cena first. He injured John Cena, then he injured Sting, then a year later, okay, Finn Balor. It's like, okay, this might be a problem. The only the only legitimate issue I have with any of the Seth Rollins injuries were like, okay, you shouldn't put a knee into, into uh, John Cena's nose. Like, right. that's, that's something fixed. Don't do that anymore. Okay, problem solved. But... Like the buckle bomb things, like he was doing that to how many hundreds of Bunch people? Of dudes. And then like having to... Has he done it since? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't that's remember. Andrew, I was uh, trying to think about it. Or since Sting? Yeah, he did the Balor, and that's what, yeah. Before, how about this? He, I was watching, because uh, going through all these bad championship uh, things, he did it to, to Roman in the triple threat match at Battleground with, oh, with uh, Ambrose. Well, that was before the Balor thing, though. No, but it was after the Sting thing, though. Yeah, after the Sting thing. So Right. Uh, so moving on, switching gears from that, uh, like, or not really, like, what happens now? Like, like, w- you know, he's supposed to wrestle Triple H. Uh, if he isn't available, where would what happens for uh, Triple H? Uh, I've, been read- I've been reading reports, and only two names have really come up in regards to replacements. 
The first one, which makes the most sense, is Samoa Joe. It could be a simple, and the setup for that could be simple because he's saying on Twitter, "I've delivered it. I think I've delivered as promised." And uh, they could they could probably work it like uh, Triple H promised him a title shot or something of some kind, uh, and then he doesn't deliver, and there goes the feud. Mm-hmm. The second one I've been hearing is, uh, which if it gets him away from AJ Styles, it's a good thing, and that's Shane McMahon. I think we're all in agreement here. I think the Shane thing makes more sense than the Samoa Joe thing. Yeah, the Samoa Joe like, thing. Give Samoa, him something else. No, because the Samoa Joe thing is like, okay, so, like, you promised me a title shot or whatever. It's like, I promise people shit all the time. Like, right. okay. I, I'm Triple H. Like, 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 we, like you, you, you don't know some, my work? Right. Like, <laughs> and then, yeah, like, oh, okay. And then, or, you, or you can say the whole, like, all right, well, maybe you can have it where Triple H is, like, cutting promos every other week and he's talking shit when Joe's with him and he's saying, like, I'm... I'm the guy that injured uh, yep. Seth Rollins or whatever. And then Joe turns on him, but, like, do you really want to turn Triple H face right now? Yeah. Right? So the Shane thing, the, the reason why the Shane thing makes simple sense is because, one, like, we have a brand split because of the two McMahon siblings. Just go have McMahon, just go have McMahon, A's husband fight that McMahon. The, the same storyline they've been running since 20 essentially years, the beginning of time. Literally 20 years. And boom, there you go. After technical difficulties, we are back. Um, the AJ Styles and John Cena match at the Royal Rumble uh, was hailed as WWE's uh, answer to Omega versus Okada. Uh, it was given 4.75 out of five stars, and you know, there's a lot of hype behind it being the best WWE match in you know however many years and everything like that. Uh, what did you guys think of this match, and you know, everything like that? Well, in my opinion, I thought it was just superior to their match at SummerSlam because at SummerSlam it was big move, pinfall, kick out, big move, pinfall, kick out. With this match, it took a little bit more time to uh, sell some of the moves. And, uh, yeah, they were you know, predictable false finishes with the with the AAs and the style classes and all that. But aside from that, I thought it was the better match. Everything looked like a lot smoother. Like they they had instant chemistry the moment they uh, locked up at uh, Money in the Bank, and it only got better with time. Hmm. James, uh, I know you watched both matches back to back just today. Uh, your thoughts on the match, and uh, where does this rank? Like, kind of, you know, in not only in their series, but like in WWE lore for championship matches. <sighs> championship matches. Ah, oh, jeez. Um. If you're talking about championship matches, like, the first one that comes to mind is, like, let's see. Yeah, okay, so, if I were just go through my go through my head, the championship matches, WWE. Uh, this match, Brock versus Cena versus Rollins in a triple threat match at uh, Royal Rumble. Um, John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. I don't think, I, I think this is better than that. Really? Uh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jeez. I mean. Yeah, like this is this is this Cena is, Punk. Seen, yeah, like this, I mean, Cena Punk is just like on another level. Yeah. But yeah, I would say 
Yeah, those were kind of mine. Maybe you're talking about this non-top, like just big matches. Period. I mean, you yeah. got the Hell in the Cell, WrestleMania 28 with Rock and or not Rock, but Undertaker and Triple H. You got a few other things here and there, but um, yeah. For me, I watch these matches back to back, and the, the, the thing about the second one, and why I, why I believe it's better, is the first one. Like so much of the match, like is literally they lock up, and then after they do their little rest, see who's the better wrestler thing, where AJ outclass them, they just go straight to big move, lay on the ground, big move, lay on the ground, big move, lay on the ground, big move, go to the top rope, lay on the ground, like so. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, like that match is that match is a classic in itself. But the second one is like the same thing, except like the the things that you would say are it are not, or things you would t- say are uh, takeaways or negatives of that first match are like things that they fixed more or less. Mm-hmm. And then the finishing sequence is a play on the finish of the first match, where um, you know he's going for AA. Um, and he counters out of it, and then he goes on. He he, he gives him a, um, a Styles Clash, and then he ends up rolling out the ring, and then he's going to give him the final form and puts him away, um, which is you know immediately immediately after you know a part where he just kicks out of an avalanche AA. So, but this time you know this time Cena he gets his ass up um, quick, and then puts him in the um, and it puts him in the AA, and then rolls him up over over shoulder again, and puts him in another AA to finish it. And you, and, um, similar to as you mentioned, um, some of the um, New Japan matches, and also similar to the Kevin Owens match at Battleground with Sami Zayn, where Sami Zayn gives him two mafia kicks in the corner and put mm-hmm. him away because uh, he knew like he's gonna kick. Like I've, I've thrown the kitchen sink at him. Like <laughs> one one will make will die. Like one of them will not do. I have to give him two, and you know. And it's just like when you see people, you know, or Okada giving <laughs> like a million guys two Merrymakers. Like, nah, bro. I know you're like, I've given you one or two of these already. You're just gonna kick out. Let me just go ahead and put you away. And I, I, I personally think this is this is gonna be match of the year for WWE. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't see how the hell there's gonna be some something else crazier than this. It's damn sure don't. ain't coming at WrestleMania. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. I don't know. Maybe I slept on the match, but I'm not as high on it as everyone else was. Uh, could I, it... I would say rewatch it first. Okay. Uh, I've got a. I don't know if it's watching Wrestle Kingdom and then the Royal Rumble every year that is doing it to me because but, I'm. But the thing it, is, this I'm immediately I'm like not comparing it. I'm not comparing it to Okada Omega. It's not on that level. It's not. Right. But oh yeah, we we got we forgot this. Bubba Ray Dudley earlier in oh, the week. God. Uh, I hate to, you know, give that sucker any shine on this show, but uh, when he was talking about selling and psychology and all this dumb shit, uh, it, you know, yes, you know, I, we are people that we host a wrestling podcast, and none of us have, you know, been wrestlers or anything. But I feel like Bubba Ray Dudley is extremely unqualified to I, I talk about. I would just say I disagree with his opinion. Yeah. Uh, when, he, when he talks about selling in psychology, like, where was the selling when John Cena immediately got up from getting a Styles Clash and then just caught a dude? Like, <laughs> I I, you know, I don't know what you're talking about, uh, Bubba yeah. Ray. Um, and I don't know. It was stupid. Like, it, it definitely wasn't better than Okada versus Omega. That was, like, some other level, like, you'll probably never see in your life again. And I don't know. But... 
as a person who doesn't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling on a regular basis, I, I'm going in on bias. It was Cena and AJ Styles didn't compare. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. So for me, when you talk about psychology, psychology is okay. The, your idea is you're telling a story through combat. Would make sense. No, you're telling a story through combat, and it has to be something that is easy to easy to see. So, um, or easy to tell the story for anybody else to be like, oh, okay, gotcha, right? So, um, when I listen to Jim Jim Ross talk about uh, po- talk on podcasts or just talk about wrestling at, at all, and he talks about long matches or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he always talks about. You know, he's a guy that used to work uh, with with talent. He was, you know, he used to run the. He was basically the, the head of talent for WWE for forever. Yep. Right. And he always Need to talk, bring him back. And he yes. And he always talk about. <laughs> well, they're doing a good job getting talent. They're having a bad try about getting the talent over. Yeah. Because uh, they're booking sucks. So, but anyway, that's besides the point. Back to your hand. So, when when he talks about matches being easy to to understand the story, and he then talks about isolating body parts. That's the reason why people isolate body parts. It's easy to tell a story about, oh, this, there was a move that happened. Like, this guy was, a, in, was beating on this guy, and then he basically rammed his leg into the, into the telephone post, and then he slapped on a, uh, and he slapped on a bunch of different uh, moves and strikes to that knee, and he slapped on a sharpshooter, and he tapped out. That's an easy story for anybody that doesn't even watch wrestling to understand, right? right? So, the, when I see, when I watch... When I when I rewatched um, the six star match, the Okada match in the Tokyo Dome, the clear mat, the clear thing is er, is Omega doing all this stuff to affect his head, neck, and shoulders of on Okada, so he can give him the one ring angel, but he never was able to hit it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole story of the match, and then it may, and then it leaves you intrigued. And it also happens to leave you intrigued for a rematch of what happens if he actually does land it. Right, right. That's the whole match, like. The AJ Styles match, both of them. There's not really Who's much. The of, best. There's, there's not really much of a story other than like they're, they're just they're like they're just throwing big shit at each other. Yeah, they're throwing big moves at each other, and then they're and they happen to get <laughs> the count at each other from time to time. Like, I will say this: towards the end, uh, or in the middle part of the second match, there's also a segment in the. In, the, in that match as well, but it was more or less just them getting in their submission finishers to, you know, to keep the crowd hot. But there was a segment, they did a better version of this in the uh, second match where, you know, they're basically in this point of desperation of doing, you know, the their submissions, then, he do, then they do each other's submissions, or AJ does seen the submission, right. and then it turns into a part where they're you know they're getting desperate and they start getting into the you know side control and the MMA stuff, and then AJ has him an arm bar, and then he powers out the arm bar by giving him a power bomb. Arm bar. Right. So that's you know that's one of, you know that was a that's one of the elements I thought was like just they did this and it was better than the first match because they, they mm-hmm. told that part of like this is such a level of desperation there where they're like they're putting each other's moves on each other and then doing all this like crazy escape stuff and sliding out of um, stuff in school <laughs> right but yeah I, so 
Yeah. We, we got to reflect on uh, AJ Styles' championship reign. He won it in September, dropped it at the Royal Rumble, um, like many other popular champions in history. Uh, it, the question is, where does AJ go from here? He's got to get his rematch in the Elimination Chamber with five other guys. Uh, AJ Styles' first run as WWE champion capped off, you know, possibly the greatest, you know, entry debut year in WWE. From a oh, well, from a critical standpoint. Correct. Like, I don't think he's exactly Hogan starting over Mania, but, he, <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it's it's definitely. Uh, yeah, like what what do we make of his title reign? Like, so we can start with you, Simon. Um, uh, I thought it was pretty good. His matches were always he was his matches were consistent. He rarely if ever had a a less than good match. His promos got a lot better as. He, the longer he stayed in the company, and uh, well, his feuds in general were okay, with the exception of the feud with this, uh, James Ellsworth. And I understand that that was to uh, bypass some of the some of the time because the brand split had kept a lot of things. The brands would have lessened the roster, so SmackDown had less to work with, but at the same time, it's still elsewhere. I get that. Uh... You know, or we could just say, like, JBL, you know, is saying Ellsworth is a draw, you know. So, you say that? <laughs> he said, I don't that bring him to the table shit. He's like, draw more ratings than that kid or something like that. Like, yes, he did yeah, say that. Like, that God, that, that was, show is which, terrible. Which is, which, is, which is ironic because SmackDown's ratings went down the longer he was in the main event. Yes. Um, Never mind that. Yeah, fuck all that. Never mind that. Uh, so <laughs> looking forward to the uh, WrestleMania card, Simon. You said uh, you had a card. Well, yeah, I don't get to speak. Me, me, and you don't get to speak on AJ's. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, James. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't do none of that. But if you like to, James, you know uh, your thoughts on uh, AJ's title reign. I think that we're going to look back. I don't know how long from now, but we're going to say, "Wow, this is how a heel title run should should work." Um. He was he was also a he he played a coward when he needed to. Um, he was serious when he needed to to be. Uh, he was he did comedy when he when he had to. He was a bully. He was a bully when he had to. He was smart. He he was conniving and smart when he had to be in tactical. Like and he delivered in every big match. You, you look at and he, yeah, in every big match he delivered and it made guys look great. Like even Ellsworth, like he bumped like a madman for Ellsworth. Yeah, like he he almost died from off that off that chair, that ladder match off that ladder um, in that match on SmackDown, that main event um, in that contract thing. Yeah, like and that was literally days after after Strowman almost killed him. Which is funny because Strowman almost killed Ellsworth at Royal Rumble. Hey man, I'm just gonna say this: AJ Styles is already a WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> Already. Well, okay, so it's funny that you say that because you look at what I think he had something like thirteen or fourteen four star matches last year, uh-huh. and then like he already he already has two this week. <laughs> he has two four star matches this week, so like it's kind of funny. It's like, dude, like is he, is he trying to go back to back? You like, know, uh, on, on, the, on the One Nation Radio Awards. Maybe he is like, but like in the ring, like he. He, he's just on my level now. All these other guys, like the only other guy that I was that I was 
I mean, Seth before he started blowing his having these bad knees before his knees start going Sam Bowie on us or Greg Oden or whoever else is bad. Or, I'll stop because I go down yep. and list all the guys yep. bad, bad knees. knees. Yeah. So, um, Dad or Cesaro like that? Like who who else is even in the stratosphere in the ring? Yeah. Not signing WWE. Like, he's, a, he's a heel that people will boo because they respect that he's that that. that He's and a heel, and they, and they also cheer, and they also cheer him when he does unbelievable stuff. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, that is what in the in 2017, like that is what you need a heel to be in WWE. Like you need a guy that people will boo. You also need a guy that, like, if they ain't feeling his baby face, he'll also get behind. Turn him. And you know, and he's not, and he was, and even though he did back down from time to time, like ultimately when it came down to. He would have a he would have matches with people. And he wouldn't be a punk, mm-hmm. like as opposed to like treat him like he's Rollins. like he's Rollins or or he needs to get protected and and he needs somebody to save him all the time. Like like Owens. Kevin Owens, like this is this is the guy. Like this is the, this is like what this is the perfect balance of all the stuff you need. This guy to be without somebody being like, oh my god, his title reign is so boring. So I don't care. He has good matches every single month because that's what Seth Rollins had when he was when he was champion. Right. He had good matches every single pay per view. And it just wasn't, and it still was like, oh my god, every single week he's a coward. And also, being on SmackDown helped because he was less overexposed. He didn't have to be in the ring for 20 minutes just talking. He got he got to be in 10-minute pro, promo segments. <laughs> yes, he was in the better, he was in the better, uh, he was in the better uh, brand that did all, all types of stuff to make sure he wasn't the name of every hmm, single I wonder week. why. <laughs> uh, so if you put him on Raw, it, I, another reason why they put him on the SmackDown is they be like, we don't want to do it on Raw because he'll draw attention from Reigns. Yep. Uh, so we'll get the fuck around and get over. Yep. Can't have that. We can't have that shit. Can't be, can't be having guys get over. We can't be having guys being popular. Can't have that shit. Yep. Nope. Uh, Simon, you brought a WrestleMania card that was rumored uh, that you wanted to share on the show, so I figured we can turn the Reigns over to you. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, they go ahead and, and do that, and we'll, we'll discuss that for a little bit. Oh, well, for the record, sorry, just sorry, but it, the best hill, the uh, best hill title reign since at least Punk turned him at, at uh, in the second half of his reign. Yeah, at least since then. Oh yeah, maybe may, maybe better, but at least since then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, looking at the uh, proposed WrestleMania card, this is coming from Cage Side Seats and a couple other websites. I think even Dave Meltzer uh, said some things about two of these matches. So of course. The uh, annual Andre the Giant Memorial match is on the card. No, no surprise there. Then the Big Show versus Shaq match, which they talked about, might actually occur. Not because might. It, it will. Um, it's been in stone since like November, since like oh yeah, that's right, December. Yeah, like that was one of the first. That shit's been before. cut. Yeah, like that shit, like that Shaq Big Show match, the the Brock Goldberg match, and the uh, what was it? it was the third match. Um. Oh, and Triple H versus Rollins. Like that, that has been a stone since Survivor Series. What kind of wrestling gear is Shaq going to wear? That's going to be very. He's going to wear any more for the for the Giant stuff. Look, Shaq need to come out there in the one strap singlet. Shaq. Yep. Oh God. So I'm a real giant out here. Oh no. I don't even. Shaq might just come. Shaq might come out there just wearing like his cut off. Like his no. Shaq might come out there shirtless, wearing like his 
wearing his Shaq shoes and like the old pinstripe Orlando Magic sh- uh, basketball shorts. Wow, that's what I do if I was him. <laughs> yeah, where the Shaq the Shaq gnosis is. Like, yes, come on, the Shaq gnosis. Yes, Shaq gnosis were hard. I don't care what none of y'all say. Shaq gnosis were hard, bro. Oh man. All right, what else is on there, Simon? Look, and and, and, and I, I might be biased, but like I, I own like those shorts and those and uh, those shoes. I own both of those. So. Oh, before we, well, as long as we're talking about Orlando Shack, I recommend everyone go find the. There's a mixtape on YouTube of all the dunks, and it's set to "Mind Playing Tricks on Me" by uh, you know Scarface and the Ghetto Boys. And it's just an instrumental, or no, it's a song. And watch all those Orlando Shack dunks. Uh, like, but, people don't people don't understand that like Shaq is like might be one of the pound for pound most athletic people in all the sports history. Like in the top five somewhere. Like nobody's ever been seven foot one, <laughs> two hundred and ninety pounds that could run the floor, have be that strong and and that agile. Like, like Big we, Show's we, damn near we, a stiff. We've never, we've, to never this. we've never had anything like this before. Like, like Big Show's sports. damn near a stiff compared to that. But young Big Show will surprise you. Yeah, he's kicking up. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead. Keep going with the card, uh, Simon. Yeah, so uh, we knocked out Andre the Giant, Show vs. Shaq, and Triple H versus Rollins. So here's some of the matches that you you might have heard as rumored. Uh, AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. And with the tension we see building on talking smack, that's almost guaranteed to happen at this point. Um, yeah, that's pretty much is the only other message that's really, really been confirmed. That's the people I've been hearing about mostly. The other ones, not so much. The, there's a mixed tag match with current WWE champion John Cena teaming up with his girlfriend, Brie Bella. Uh, no, uh, Nikki, Bella the team. other one. Yep. The other one. To take on uh, the team of the Miz and Maurice. Now, uh, that's not Cena to go from the 16-time WWE champion to... A mixed tag match at WrestleMania is disappointing to say the least. Hey man, why do you keep treating uh, John Cena like this at WrestleMania? Because John Cena don't work full time here no more. Look, they get not, him. Because he's not trying to because he's not trying to Hulk Hogan people. Look. They, they in 2014 they gave that man Bray Wyatt and told you, hey, go ahead have this new guy. In 2015, they gave him Rusev, who was as one-dimensional as uh, as it gets at that at that point. 2016, he misses WrestleMania, or pretty much he's in no match. And now they're going to give him this mixed tag uh, with against the Miz, who he's previously wrestled. If I'm John Cena and they they drop that idea, I threaten to fucking quit the company. Maybe, or if you're John Cena, you want this match because you want to get that win back from WrestleMania 27. <laughs> you know, you know how Cena get down. Cena was like, "No, Cena want to get that win back." Look, you know how they'll do. They'll have they'll have uh, Nikki give Miz the rack attack and pin him. Uh, I, I, okay. Oh so when I think about these matches, and we talk about the who are they supposed to appeal we talk to? About, no, not, we talk. Well, we'll get to that, but we talk about the hierarchy of the wrestlers and we talk about it in the Royal Rumble so we see that there is um, we see that there are the part timers the, the Shane McMahons the Triple H's the Undertakers the Goldbergs the Brock Lesnar's and then we also see the guys that they actually let beat them like the Roman Reigns and the John Cena's right or even compete with them right so so yeah those seven so we look at this what does John Cena being in a match with those three, 
Like, who does that get over? They don't get over John Cena. That gets over The Miz. That gets over, uh, and that gets over, like, Total Divas and Total Bellas. It yeah. doesn't get over John Cena though, or, or maybe indirectly does because he's on those. He's yeah, on, he's on the shows. Bellas maybe they're they're holding out for like it was being reported. Maybe it's some, if it's a proposal. Now, if it's a proposal at the end of it, it's bigger than anything that's happening at WrestleMania. Look, man, if it's a proposal, like I don't even know what to and do. And Nikki with Bella retires and rides off into the sunset. And that's it. With, I don't even know what to do with that. Right. Like, what do you do? Like, okay. Yeah, because that's the whole thing, you know. As as Natty has, you know, been been banging on Nikki, you know, you're going to die alone. You know, but John John doesn't want you. But the thing is, John's going to leave you. But the thing is, like, okay, so since Nikki's came back from the neck injury, her feuds have more or less been about John Cena. Yeah. John Cena had like her and John Cena have not even been seen on camera on W like correct in, in like like on WWE. Oh, let me phrase this. On Raw or SmackDown television, they've never even been seen on TV together on on Raw or SmackDown television. This right. all like this some so other shit. Eight, like John's John's like in his own universe where like Nikki Bella even exists doing his storylines and stuff, right? Like this is a situation where AJ Styles or or Ambrose walked up on Nikki and said something foul, and then AJ and then Cena's came to whoop their asses because of it. Right. That hasn't even happened yet. Right. So like, and Miz can't exactly do that because he's married. So AJ, so AJ, I mean, sorry, so Miz is going to be in this feud where, or, sorry, so Cena's going to begin to put himself in this feud, and he's going to propose, even though, like, he likes to pretend like she doesn't even exist at work? Really? That's how that's going to go? I think that's what people are counting on. All right, so if that's the case, you, if that's... Yeah, the, how dare you disrespect my girlfriend, who I haven't said anything about, so let me affection to or even mention in the promo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Great point. And they've been going together for what, like, since 2013? Yeah, long time right. after WrestleMania so, 29. All right, so my question is this. If that's the case, and their idea is we're going to use John Cena in this proposal thing, if there even is a proposal. Yeah, we're just put, speculating. To, to put over, yeah, just regular speculation, right? Yep. You're making it, you're making it making a lot of for that man. Yep. <laughs> making it up. The whole world is being spent in that man. Like, now, bro, if that match goes through, that shit wins, and that man just walks his ass to the back, Nikki Bella's going to be hurt, bitch. Who, 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 look, who wants to... Listen, got a question, bro. Who wants to rock more, Nikki Bella or Pookie? Oh my God! Who wants to rock more, or Vince McMahon? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> now, anyway, so I, I guess what I'm asking is, all right, if that's if this is the case, and the whole thing is we're gonna put over, we're gonna do this, we're gonna use John and whatever ridiculous thing that they might actually do to put over Total Divas and Total Bellas, and this is gonna be Nikki's last match. If that's the case, and like, where is Ambrose and where is Renee Young, who is on the show as well? I don't understand. Yeah, apparently like, they dropped that whole thing cold turkey. Okay, all right, unbelievable. Like, I guess you know, what I think it probably happened. They were planning on doing Renee and Miz, and then they said, "How about this? Hey, John, you can have you can have a match add on to your your legacy." Never mind that shit. Hop into this mainstream feud because right. we don't have any. We're probably or the only celebrity we want to have a shack. Unbelievable. I don't, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Like really weird. Like why put the dog on if you're gonna do this? You said what, Simon? This is like this is an episode of SmackDown being put on WrestleMania. Yeah. 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 
I mean, and, and it's fine if it's only going to be like a five minute deal or whatever, because it's like it, you look at this card and this card's filling up pretty quickly. And I mean, I hope this ain't going to be no five minute pay- WrestleMania. But if it's a four hour pay- <laughs> WrestleMania, then like some of these matches, like you just know, like this match, this match ain't going to run ten minutes. This match is going to run ten minutes. Like that mm-hmm. match is going to run not. It's going to run ten minutes if they put that out there. Um, I imagine that Jericho versus uh, Owen thing isn't going to last ten. Like because that that match probably like what. Fourth from the top, fifth from the top. Mm-hmm. That match ain't gonna last fifteen. That match ain't gonna go like fifteen minutes. So we're really to a point where like you start seeing this stuff and it's like, oh, nope, no, no, battle, Andre Battle Royal. That, that shit, shit that everybody shit, gonna be out of there. That shit quick. might go twenty, maybe like, less. Might go like twelve. Like <laughs> <laughs> wrap this shit up. Yeah, like look, man, just jump. Look, if, if somebody can't throw you over, just jump, jump over. over yeah. yeah, jump over. Eliminate yourself with some Gail Kim shit. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, moving on, uh, the next thing I want to talk about it is February, uh, which is of course uh, Black History Month, and I was you know inspired by James's monologue from the other week, where he took uh, Rusev and Big Cass and uh, Enzo Amore and Jinder Mahal's match to task and apologized to Rusev and just just made everyone die laughing. It was so awesome. Uh, now mine is don't oversell it. Yes, if mine, I'm not here to make you laugh. If you happen to laugh, that is, you know, on you. I have a serious issue uh, to to address on the WWE Network. Um, the WWE recently uploaded a collection on the WWE Network celebrating black history with luminaries such as Booker T, Bobo Brazil, Ron Simmons, Junkyard Dog, Mark Henry, Sasha Banks, Jazz, R-Truth, The Outlandish Rich Swan, Naomi, Ahmed Johnson, Ernie Ladd, and The Soul Patrol. Those members being Tony Atlas. Quick question. Quick yep. question. Right, real quick. Uh, did they have uh, Crown Time on there? I believe they might have. That's not a good Oh, wait. They, wait, they did? I believe I they might have. Right, I, I have to look over my, it again. Yeah, my bad. I'll, I'll look after after. That's my bad. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, those members being Tony At- uh, the Soul Patrol. Those members being Tony Atlas and Soul Man Rocky Johnson. Soul Man Rocky Johnson. You know, those men were the first black tag team champions. Strangely, I noticed the problem. Where in the fuck is Soul Man Rocky Johnson's son, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> you know, you know the, the, the eight-time WWE champion who happens to be the biggest movie star under God's hot sun? Oh, let me guess. Someone else wants to argue that The Rock's mixed. Well, what you got on Sasha Banks being on that list then? All light-skinned. Right. Which is funny because in the press, in some... Uh, one of those media Q&As uh, or something, uh, Triple H was asked about a uh, first ever black champion, and he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. The Rock. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so even more, I was just thinking, you know, it's no secret for whatever reason, you know, the Rock Samoan heritage is being played up for all it's worth. Um, you know, down to trying to help Roman Reigns and also that big ass chess piece he showed up with randomly in 2002. But I seem to remember these, these same people, this same fucking company, uh, rolling Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson out there at WrestleMania 13 to try to help Rock get over. Who? The Soul Patrol. He was, he sure was black then, huh, James? Wasn't he? Oh, wow. 
don't remember this at all. Black enough for you. remember black when enough for nation of domination. Yes. Also, yeah, that, that I, too. yeah, and, and also, you know, I was there when when The Rock uh, showed up dressed for a year or for a year straight, dressed like Master P. Or am I tripping? Yeah, Master P or Biggie, whichever one. Same, same thing. Versace silk shirts and and shoes, Versace shoes and Versace uh, shades. Yep. One more, and you know, I'm just tired of them denying who The Rock really is and was. Rock was a hero to black and mixed kids all over the world for being the first one of them one like us to be WWE champion. Now, I don't know if it's something with The Rock himself or it's how WWE wants to play these things, but if it is WWE, leaving off the number one performer in the history of the business to fit whatever sick and twisted agenda they have is a motherfucking injustice. But, um, I wonder, you know, if The Rock got pulled over, would he be considered not black? <laughs> what Samoan have you ever seen lose their hair? Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I... I'm not. Continue. I'm yeah. not. I'm, I'm not going you know, our, our mixed former president of the United States was good enough to also be thrown in their Martin Luther King Day dedication. But all of a sudden, The Rock can't uh, dare be associated with, with being black. So, James and Simon, all I say is this all these people are out here talking about a race war. WWE is out here causing confusion and giving people a reason not to acknowledge the, black, the Rock's blackness. I'm done. Fix your fucking collection. Oh, <laughs> well, my argument sounds a bit underwhelming now coming after that, but I was looking at some of the things that they were highlighting in that collection, and I'm very confused as some of the people that they put in here. Like, okay, they got Mark Henry in here, which is what they should. He's had a great career, but they got Mark Henry from his ECW days. Oh. Does anybody even remember that? Like, you got the Hall of Pain. Apparently. Not the Hall of Pain. You got the Hall of Pain just sitting there. It was one of the best angles they ever did on SmackDown. It was one of the better... It was back when the brand split still existed for the last couple of months. And they just decided to go away with that. Okay, I guess they have to make room for... What am I looking at right now? A one-man nation. Apollo Crews defends his one-man nation <laughs> against an invasion by a Celtic warrior. Yes. A match against Seamus. <laughs> Oh man, WWE will, they, just, they just won't they refuse to get it right when it comes to us. James, you you have any thoughts on on, on everything about this? No, I mean I think I think you pretty much said it all. It's like, okay, um Rock is Rock is black and Samoan. So like for you to like to not acknowledge him being black is sort of ridiculous, especially when you you know, as you said, you put his damn dad on the on the fucking thing. Yeah. Like, what do you like I, 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 Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. He, I guess. It, I, 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 don't know. I guess the Rock wasn't soulful enough. You know, this. We're not talking about Soul Man, Robin Thicke. We're talking about Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. <laughs> you know, Johnson. Well, a different soul. That's blue eye soul. We're talking about real soul. Yeah, man. I, like, it's so weird. Like, okay, so you look at Rock in. Like he, yes, he, yes, he's from the from the the, the famous was it Anoa Ano how you pronounce it Anoa family Anoa family right like that's cool whatever but like don't get me wrong like bro like we saw that dude he played for University of Miami like what's blacker than that what's black what's blacker than play for University of Miami <laughs> black. what's blacker than play for University of Miami in the early in the early nineties 
Yeah. Anything <laughs> like the only thing black in the only thing blacker than that is like is, is is like little literally wearing red, black, and green and dashiki and being on Million Man March. That's wow. Only thing black in the universe like back then, bro. Like, keep in mind, like this is all, he was on that team. Like, he probably got recruited and went there. in the eighties. You no, know, he probably he probably signed on like right after like being Verde and Michael Irvin and like the fatigue and against Penn State in eighty six. Right. Like, bro, nah, man, I'm not. to some of our questions that we got submitted from our Wrestling Square Circle Facebook group. If you guys haven't uh, heard about it, make sure you guys add yourselves in there or you send me a friend request. Uh, Rich Ladder on Facebook. I'll make sure I get you in there. Uh, just don't come kicking that fuck shit or you will be come for it. That's the only one rule. Um, and pay attention. You know, when, when people make points, it's easy to go over your head. <laughs> uh, so our first question uh, is going to be I believe we answered some of these. Jeremy asked, uh, which Cena-AJ match do we think was better Survivor Series Royal Rumble? Um, they, or excuse me, SummerSlam Royal Rumble. I'm on the SummerSlam side. James and uh, Simon were on the Royal Rumble and side. the rest of the world besides, like, you and Josh. Yep. Yeah. You know, we'll be over here on this side. Yeah, stay on the real side. side. Stay on you know? <laughs> stay on that side. Uh, we got a question from Samuel Hollins. Uh, I feel like, I don't know if this is a setup or what, but he says, which Royal Rumble match was better, 2015 or 2017? I feel like it's easily this year's Royal Rumble. Yeah, this year was just an average Rumble with, like, you know, and if you didn't like who won, won it, then okay, but, like, the 2015 is just, like, they did so many bad things in it. And you put you put yeah, the guy, that, you put the guy that most people want to win in the thing, he gets thrown out immediately. Yep. You have, uh, <coughs> you have... You bring in a bunch of guys that nobody cares about through the middle of the thing that they don't get thrown out. Uh, you Let's have not the guy the R-Truth beca- substitute for uh, Devon. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let's not forget the R-Truth substitution for Devon. Yep. In the beginning. Well, that was and that was it. I mean, I get it. I get it. Like any black guy will do. I get. You. I get that. But like that was a, that was one of the better. That was one of the better spots in that in that clusterfuck of a of a Royal Rumble. But then all the big throw, guys. Yeah. Then you then you get towards the end and like all the big guys start accumulating and then you have literally Big Show and King, fifteen plus year veterans of the company, uh, people that, that get shouted, please retire. Um, throwing out like all the all of the future guys, they throw out Ambrose, they throw out Ziggler, they throw out Bray Wyatt, and they just throwing them over like they're just like literally like they're just dead meat. Um, and then you have the whole 
rock thing to try to make people like because they knew that the crowd wasn't going to go for it. They try to get it over and they end up booing the rock. You knew you fell, you know, you like you have failed on colossal on a colossal extent when you know the biggest box office draw in the fucking world gets booed out the out the damn stadium. <laughs> Imagine how, how yeah. mad Rock can, can was. Can you ever imagine Will Smith getting booed out of a stadium in, in nineteen? I'm sorry, nineteen ninety seven or two thousand? I, I couldn't. Okay. Well, nineteen ninety seven. But yeah, I was looking back at some of the previous Royal Rumble since uh, two thousand thirteen, and pretty much all of them were solid except for two thousand and fifteen. Because twenty thirteen had some good moments. Twenty fourteen. That was pretty good. The only problem people really have with that was Daniel Bryan wasn't it. Once you watch it for a match at itself, yes, it's fine. we watched it a couple weeks ago. It's a perfectly it's, fine, it's fine rumble. Yeah, but that's the thing with most rumbles. Most rumbles are just generally fine. Like it's the same thing. Guy got surprise entrance pop. Uh, guys show up, thrown out. Monsters, throw, monsters looking strong. They eventually get thrown out, or they or they interact. You have you have you know. Whatever feuds are ongoing, they throw each other over the top. Uh, they, one throws the other one, screws the other one, basically to continue their feud. Um, then, the, then heavy hitters start showing up or whatever, and then you, and then you clap, go towards the end of whatever story you're trying to tell. Um, that's generally every single Royal Rumble there's been ever. Uh, it's not hard. It's not hard to fuck up. A Royal Rumble is a Royal Rumble is a Royal Rumble, except for those few, few cases when you do they a try really to good reinvent job, the fucking wheel, like 2016, or they do a really shitty job, like 2015. Yep. So Caleb uh, Baldwin, what's going on, to Caleb? He asks, "Who do we think will face Triple H at WrestleMania? How will they get there? And what would we like to see happen?" Uh, I still think it's going to be Rollins. Same here. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting on the, I'm betting on Rollins. I think he's going to. I think he can at least uh, try and fight through and uh, work, do the therapy and stuff to come back for a pay-per-view. Whether he'll be around after WrestleMania, probably not. He'll probably have to take some time off. But I'm betting he's going to work through the pain and stuff and try and get as close to ready as he can. I think I think, I he, think he's going to lose, though. I think the main thing... Uh, I think... Uh, okay, if... Okay, he's going to lose joke, and then okay, take time off. I joked about this. But I will say, if he does... I did joke saying that I thought, you know, given that it's an odd, it's an odd number of WrestleMania, and given Triple H's like run since he since he missed WrestleMania 23, like when it comes to it, like yeah, like he could Triple H could go over, but now that he's gone and they're still continuing with this feud, they could they could they have a lot of time to fix a lot of things they messed up with with, with Seth um, in his face turn. Right, so they can take him off TV. He can come back, get the baby face pop, and then instead of like last time when he came back after being gone for for a minute, instead of him shitting on the fans, he could actually like you know embrace us, embrace, embrace, <laughs> you know, get, get himself over as a baby face, as opposed to the him haunt stuff they did with him when he first came back right. um, last year. Um, but I mean, that's so that's such an easy um, thing to sell, like. He has a start to feud. He shows up like two weeks before uh, WrestleMania. They in after Triple H has been doing his talking for uh, here and there. Showing out. Yeah, he does his thing, and then they get their match, and then Triple H has a has a, a body part to easily target. We already halfway to four stars. Right. Like, just don't fuck it up. Like, just <laughs> just, just you know, just don't fuck it up. 
All right, our uh, next question it comes from uh, Dellen James. Dellen, what's going on? Um, he says, why do you think they went with Randy Orton to win the Royal Rumble and not Bray Wyatt? Is it simply because they did not want to put the title on him? On Bray? Because they didn't want to put the title on Bray? I would think so. That's just how it's written, but... Uh, Bray's about to win a title in, two, in like a week or, or 10 days. So, or well, actually from... Nine days. So. As we mentioned, I think it, I think it was a it was a makeup for you know yeah. it was to make Rant Orton whole again to give him you know after that whole SummerSlam tra- travesty uh, and everything with that they Orton's always been their guy he's he's always gotten a million chances from them and you know they're not in the business uh, four out of the five last year, five or four out of the five last Royal Rumbles repeat winners this seems to be their thing right now. And so, what do you think? Shame's gonna win the Rumble just, next year. Let, look, let's just be safe. He's a threat. <laughs> Hell it, no. it might, it might be his time. Look, he's finishing the final four uh, this year. Shocking! This is like the first time he hasn't in what? like how long? You want to know something that's kind of crazy, right? So, Roman Reigns, 2014, yes. second place. Uh, 2015 wins it. 2016. Uh, third place and essentially and wins it, it the next month. And well, just third third place in the Rumble, like, he finishes like bro. He's had he went he went second, first, third, third in four straight years. Anybody ever had a run like that in four in four straight Rumbles? I would say probably Austin. Like, uh, well, no, and that was like ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, and then he wasn't in the two thousand two thousand Royal Rumble, but he he, did, he came back and won two thousand one Royal Rumble. So. Yeah, Roman Reigns making history again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got anything on that? Uh, why Why do you think we went with uh, Randy Orton uh, to win the Royal Rumble, uh, Simon? Uh, and not Bray Wyatt. Safe, safe option. Yeah. If you look back at the 2015 uh, Survivor Series, two people who everybody knew were going to meet for the WWE Championship in the finals. Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. And everybody was like, okay, they, they, could, they could either turn Roman Reigns here or they could turn Dean Ambrose here. Either way, somebody's turning. And they went with the safest option possible and Sheamus cast it. Yeah. So when the chips are down, WWE's going to do what's safe, not what's, not what's interesting. Right. What I will say is this. <clears throat> if you are somebody that thinks Bray Wyatt's been underutilized over the since he's been up or whatever, so that's since 2014? 13. Yeah, 13. Jesus. It's now or never. Yeah. If you think that this is a guy that deserves to be, to have the title or whatever, then I don't, like, and this, and you know how WrestleMania works out, you're better off that, that, that Orton did win the Rumble so that Wyatt can win the title at Elimination Chamber, and then take it to WrestleMania, and then whatever happens, happens. Right. Because uh, I think you play those it, odds, but especially especially because you know how it is with, with WrestleMania. They they like to have the happy ending at WrestleMania, and then the, and then the the quote unquote heel or you know what they would call a smart WrestleMania is, is SummerSlam. So you tend that's tend that tends to be how it works out. So if that's what you're worried about, and you think that like. They'll have um, the 13th or the 12-time WWE champion beat a guy that has only had one successful feud ever, or I'll probably say two successful feuds now, now mm-hmm. has two successful feuds over a, a span of three years, then, yeah, you probably want him to win it now because yeah. 
Or else it might not happen. Probably shouldn't even win this fucker now anyway. Yeah. Uh, Question coming from Joe Saba all the way in Australia. What's up, Joe? Uh, Do you guys think there will be another NXT call-up before WrestleMania? Besides Joe? Besides Joe. No. I think if uh, people are saying they want Nakamura to debut... If he's going to debut, it's more than likely going to be after WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. Because um, he's got to get his rematch from uh, NXT TakeOver uh, San Antonio. Yeah. I would say no um, because there's no room for guys right now. Which sounds like crazy because it's like, <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're it, it made it sounds, card, yeah, it made no it sounds getting fucked. Right yeah, and all y'all in NXT might just get fucked as well. Hey, bro, they're not. Look, AJ Styles about to be in a in a in a clusterfuck of a, of a feud uh, with Seth. New Day is going to be on the main card, which is baffling. Like they're we're getting to that. Like okay, which is baffling, right? But they're not going to be in the main card. We don't even know what the hell they're going to do. Like if they are, they're going to be in the battle royal. That's actually gonna a question on here. Yep. Um, Trying to think who else. Sami Zayn, who the fuck knows? Dean Ambrose, who the fuck knows? Uh, Dolph Ziggler. That's a joke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, re, like, you know, referred to previous comment. Right. So, yeah, like, you bring NXT, like, you bring, if you bring up the arrival right now, when they're doing what they're doing on SmackDown, with, like, uh, they're running basically like a championship gauntlet thing, or whatever, like, American Alpha's not even going to be on, on, on the main roster. Or, you know, on the main card. Like, right. Nah, bro. You can bring. You come. It's a bad time to come up right now. Yo, you, better you better wait. You better wait till the week at, or like the day after to get your big pop or whatever. As opposed to people are like, who the fuck's that guy? All right. Um, also, another question from Joe. He says, "Have you ever been so unhappy as a fan that you decided to stop watching the product or thought about stopping? And what drove you there?" <laughs> Simon, have you have you uh, gone through this? Uh, yes. Ironically, in uh, 2010, like the reason I, a lot of people like to talk about the Nexus, but I missed a lot of that because I wasn't that I was necessarily dissatisfied with the thought. It was just like two of my favorite wrestlers have left because Shawn Michaels retired at WrestleMania 26, and then three months down the line, Batista says he quits and he doesn't come back. So it was Randy Orton and John Cena every pay per view, and uh, then and then uh, Sheamus and all that, and I just. Yeah, he's trying to stick around for any of that. Yeah, he's trying to replace Batista with Sheamus, essentially. You want to know something funny? Like, oh, no. I, I, think what, I think what made me come back was the lock. Mm. That's more or less what happened with us. Like, that plus a pipe bomb. Yeah. But, yeah, like, okay, me, yeah, I think we talk about this probably like once or twice every single year. Um, I was the guy, I was the biggest WWE or wrestling fan, um, like in WCW, WWE, and then uh, most of the time I happened in WCW, I just was exclusively WWE. Um, and by that point in time, I actually got into NFL football. Like, I, I love college football, but like, NFL was like, oh, that's cool, but I like Florida State. I don't want to talk, I don't really care about Dallas Cowboys or, mm-hmm. or whoever else. But, um, the Bucks. I got, yeah, especially the Bucks. I mean, Bucks were. Anyway, but, like, yeah, like, pretty much things changed when, like, I first saw, my first laid my eyes on this dude named Randy Moss, and then, uh, <laughs> like, it was, like, real talk, like, I was like, whoop, like, wait, I've never seen anything like this before. So, uh, I started watching Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. and, it, like, so, 
it would be competing where I'm like switching channels between at that point, like switching channels between those three things, like Monday Night Football, Nitro, and and Raw, and then it turned into switching between Monday Night Football and and Raw, and then like um, the Rock becomes like gets hotter than the sun. Um, and keep in mind, the Rock was not somebody I ever liked because I, I like I absolutely I, I was huge in the Rock, and then. You had to. He broke our hearts. And then you, yeah, he like literally like broke my heart during the um the, when he turned hill at Survivor Series '98, and then like he came back around. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, let's do this. Right. Championship run, we're gonna do us. this. Yes, well, it wasn't us, but I was like, yeah, Rock was Rock was that dude. So then we get to, and you know how WrestleMania is. WrestleMania, like you always send the fake, you always send the, the customers around home happy. Or so we apparently said, fucking said, not. Said, Never mind that shit. We even change everything with triple fucking H. We even <laughs> had this dude. We even had this dude. The top, this heel in the company, who's like the thir- literally the third biggest guy in the company. Like he's, he's not. No, he's not number two. He's number fucking three, and he's a distant third, and he's a bad guy. And you can argue. And, uh, and he goes out there and he beats. Undertaker. And he goes out there and he beats. Uh, he, yeah, that, you can argue that too, but we'll never mind it, right? And then he goes out there and he beats Foley, the most beloved guy in the fucking business, right? <laughs> he, he like he, he retires that man. Yeah, he retires and he beats it twice. He fights Big Show, and was like, why is Big Show even fucking here? But whatever, never mind that. And then he beat, and then he, I, and then I didn't, fucking wa- screwed around. I didn't watch the pay per view. I still haven't watched the main event. I still haven't I watched it to WrestleMania. You. Did I watch the whole thing? I think so. Me I think I showed you the end. You showed me sequence. the end. I, okay, yeah. so I haven't watched like. I saw happened to miss WrestleMania 2000 or 16, whatever, you, whichever one you call it. But I didn't watch it. I missed it. And I found out the finish of it the next night on Triple H one. I'm like, and this after Triple H had this long ass run of just like bludgeoning you to death of misery, and you just like, the game, dude, uh... let this shit in. Like, it makes no sense that like, you're having a hill champion be like, it, like at this point, it made no sense. Like, bro, have we ever had a hill champion champion this fucking long? This is stupid. It makes no sense. Yep. So he goes out and he fucking he goes out and beats Foley and Rock. In, in fucking Big Show on the greatest stages of them all and I'm like you know what fuck this I'm done and I did not return and I, didn't, I did not watch a single wrestling match until Wrestlemania 25 uh, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels and I didn't watch that live I watched that after hearing somebody say that it was a classic and those are my two favorite wrestlers so I decided to watch it I was like, I was like holy shit this is the best match I've ever seen in my life and then I started a tradition of watching the next, next year's Wrestlemania and then I watched the next year's Wrestlemania and Rocket came back and then, um, over the, the, summer. Pi- the pipe bomb thing happened, or whatever, and Rock was back, or whatever, and then you heard he's going to wrestle, wrestle or, um, Cena in the next year's WrestleMania, and then the pipe bomb thing happens where he basically like triple hurdle, <laughs> like maybe the company be better off with with, with Vince McMahon and his and his stupid and his doofus uh, uh, son-in-law and his daughter are going to ruin the fucking business, and I was like, you know what, Let's, I'm, I'm going to check, check this shit out. And I've been watching ever since then. But like that's, I mean, but that's from 2000. That's from literally like April, March of 2000 to what the summer of the summer of 2011. Yep. So I was gone for 11 years. I was I was just done. Yep. And I, I kind of just like fell out of it. Like you know, growing up uh, after a while, like in d- different times, not always having you know cable, not being able to watch at certain times. Um, also. You know, a lot of the the greats retiring, like, oh, no more Austin, no more Rock. Uh, you know, Sean's back, but, you know, Sean's, to me, was different in the second run. Like, and 
my little sister, ironically, uh, was the one that was watching a lot of wrestling uh, throughout the mid-2000s. And she'd be watching. I was like, I just like peek my head in the door and just look. And I was like, man, this shit was lame as fuck. Like around like 2007 or, you know, 2008. And then, you know, it, it, when The Rock came back, same here. Jumped in. Did the damn thing. But, um, let's see, uh... Jeremy asks, uh, who would you want to see to replace Rollins if he is not cleared? Uh, and how would we book it? Yeah, a match against Triple H? Yeah. I think we kind of answered oh, that one yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, shame. Yeah, shame. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're all, we're, we're all in, in the shame of man. To, to, if we can get these part-timers fighting against each other, uh, you know, and, and condense them, in, you know, the amount of space that they take up, we can do that. No, not that. If you can just get, like, the ones that aren't good or the ones that don't have good matches, like, you shove them out there to fight some other dude, like, some other part-time dude and good. Like, don't have AJ Styles have to carry around, have to carry this this, this, this fucking 100 and, or sorry, this 230-pound sack of potatoes yep. for 15 minutes. Like, don't have, you know, don't have Brock, don't have, uh, I don't know, Roman Reigns go out there and have to carry um, a guy that gets blown up, that's historically gets blown up after going more than 120 seconds. Like, it makes no sense because you want to do a spear versus spear match. That's fucking stupid. Yep. Like, have him fight Brock Lesnar. Just dumb on his head a bunch of times and spear each other and get done in five minutes and then call it a day. What Man. A, bro, that man is going to fucking suck. Yes. This is going to be terrible, bro. <laughs> bro, will they go more than five minutes? No. I don't think so either. No. Five minutes. Bro. Make it well, make what's it the over, what's the over and under? Over and under? Yes. 430. I'll take the over, but not by much. Like it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be really. They bad. just start counting. I remember when they were, remember that NXT Baron when they Baron Corbin. They just start counting down. Like one of these dudes is gonna lose, and it's gonna lose, and they're gonna lose quick. Like wow. this is a first round bout. <laughs> That's it. Look, uh, Goldberg throw a right hand punch. Lesnar put a Kimura on that man, and it's a wrap. Tap. I think what's going to happen is, bro, like, they're going to have roughly the same match they had at Survivor Series, except it's going to be a twist in the end, like, except this time, like, Lynch is going to kick out of the jackhammer. Yep. And then they're going to go from there. Yep. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy also asks, uh, how do we save the New Day from pre-show mediocrity? We can't. We, we, we can't. pray. We they're, pray. They were even on Raw this they- week. Yeah, they can't make it on Raw. It's going to be hard to get on WrestleMania. Which is weird because they're still selling that merchandise in Roman Reigns, but never mind. But, you know. But fuck all that. Yeah. You know. Uh, if I had to save them, though, uh, I saw a a nice little theory floated around. Now, this also requires Rollins not to have to wrestle. Uh Somehow the New Day and Triple H get entangled with each other. Triple H enlists some goons being the Revival, and you get a six-man tag of the New Day versus the Triple H and the Revival at uh, WrestleMania. I saw that written. I like that idea, so I just wanted to mention it here. The only thing I think will work for me is if uh, the Tar Tag Team Champions of the club, you have them defend their titles in the fatal four-way match uh, between... Uh, the New Day, Enzo and Cass, and what's the, what's the other team? Cesaro and Sheamus. Mm. And then it just comes down to the New Day and Enzo and Cass, because that's the, the few that people never really got to see that I think they wanted. 
Boy, that sounds like it, it, it's made for the pre-show. Yeah, that's definitely pre-show. Like, that's the way it's like the same match they had at WrestleMania 31 in the pre-show when it was um, the Usos versus the New Day <laughs> versus uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro versus... Los Matadores. Los Matadores, yeah. So, like, literally, it's the same exact, yep. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. Uh, Hitesh. Well, 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 I try. They try. Not much they can do, really. Yep. Yeah, they, like, they, like there's, they, no, there's, there's, no, there's, there's nothing. There's no big they, faction for them to face. Like, I don't see there's any way at this point of them having a match on the card. Like, they might end up on the main card, like, to do, or unless it's a battle royal. But, like, if they end up on the main card, it'd be like for them to do, like, a commercial or something, or they come out and do a promo, but that's it. Like, a promo, right. maybe they do something physical where they beat somebody up, but. Like, I can't imagine them actually having a match now. Like, it was just sad because, like, they're clearly, like, what? Super over. Babyface baby side, like, is there anybody over in the New Day still? Even even still? Not in the uh, Raw side, unless you're talking about maybe Goldberg, but, you know, it's okay, Goldberg. sure, both like. Goldberg, sure. <laughs> Goldberg, Undertaker. Yeah. Like, but on the main roster, how about that? Yeah. Nah, it gets real tough. Yeah. Uh, more more New Day questions to wrap up the show. Uh, Hitesh uh, asked from he asked, um, "What do you think of Big E as being the new superhero for kids over Roman Reigns?" Um, he's not as good a wrestler <laughs> as Roman Reigns. Um, not because he, not because he's um, they're both great athletes. They're both strong as shit. Um, but you, I mean, the height is going to be a thing for for Vince. Yeah, oh, it's and the hair. Be, it's always going to be a thing. I don't think he cares about the hair. I think he cares about the height and also the the skin. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, so we'll so I don't know what they do about. Uh, I, you can't you can't you ain't gonna get no taller. You ain't gonna get no lighter. Lighter. So yeah, I mean, and and if we keep Biggie with the new day, like, how's that whole dynamic work? Because they're the always going to have the they're always going to have the advantage. Like I don't. You know, heroes kind of stand alone. You know, you got to kind of break him away. Well, you would figure that they would start. They would have had solo matches or whatever, but but they haven't done it yet. Yep. And I don't know if that's because. Well, I feel parts of it is if they were on SmackDown, like I thought they were going to end up on SmackDown, then it, and given what they've done with SmackDown, they would have had opportunities to do solo stuff and more cool stuff. On Raw. Ain't you nowhere know, to go. It's only four labels. <clears throat> you're either Chris Jericho or you're Seth Rollins or you're Roman Reigns or you're, or you're Kevin Owens and you're in the main event and you're and you're their brother and, you, and guys will get other opportunities unless, you know, it's, it's Braun Strowman or, or Sami Zayn getting thrown in just to, just to, just to change it. Spice it up. It up. Just to basically, you know, put a little salt on it. That's But that's the state. What do you think like, about uh, Big E, Simon? I'm sorry, what was the question? I couldn't really hear some of that. Uh, was it, what do you think of Biggie being the new superhero for kids over Roman Reigns? I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with him. He, he's a good enough wrestler, good, good talker, charismatic guy. But uh, this company and black people. <laughs> he just said it. <laughs> that boy, I mean... I said it too, but yeah. like, he just went out and really said it. Raw and uncut. I appreciate that. Uh, and our final question <laughs> comes from Dellen James, uh, and it's also about the New Day. How far do you think Xavier Woods can go as a singles competitor? <laughs> Not far at all. Uh, I feel like he can be a really good mid-card champion. 
Like, he, can, he can be a U.S. champion. You mean mid card like three years, like two years ago, or mid card now? Where like it's the Miz or it's Dean Ambrose or it's or it's Roman Reigns or it's John Cena, no, or it's Daniel Bryan. Those days are over. Like you used to get a little sneak, you get a little, sneaky little into the U.S. title, into a U.S. Intercontinental title. Yeah. Like yeah, that didn't mean nothing no more. It means something now. I think yeah, he can talk with anyone. Back. Yeah, I, I think I think Xavier Woods can get the United States title. Before all is said, and I think. Done. That, in my opinion, I think he. I think he's that good on the mic. He just cut out the wrestling in general, uh, and just be a and just be a manager. Or or if, or worst case scenario, I'm looking at the, his build weight. He is he does weigh two hundred and five pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So, go get it. Two hundred five Go like go go fight Neville. That'd be a good ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to wrap up the show. Uh, we're about 75 minutes in. Uh, uh, Simon, you want to plug in anything uh, while you're here for the people? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, check me out on thesportster.com and on SportsKeeda. Also, follow me on Twitter at SGC Wrestling. All right. And you still located in Mississippi, Simon? Yep, I'm possibly graduating in the next two months, though. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you'll be heading back home after that. Yep, back to Chicago. Back to Chicago. All right, man. Uh, thanks for joining us here today, James. You got anything to add before we get up out of here? No. 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 Fix y'all fucking um um you know WWE collection WWE uh, of your uh, celebrating Black History because it's shameful. That's it. Later. Uh, prepare, prepare yourself for these uh, little vignettes they're going to do on Raw and SmackDown. Fuck, I forgot about those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what are you going to talk about earlier, man? Yes. In That's a good one. <laughs> like, is that not important? <laughs> so it's a minor league show. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. It was before they went to, to the network. It was still like, wasn't it still FCW? Or was like, oh, barely, yeah, yeah. It was, I think it was barely, was it still FCW or no? Or did it, they switch it over? No, huh? no, it was over in full sale by this okay. time. But yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it really was. But we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Holla at us next week. We'll be back, Lord willing. But um, peace. Later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.